0: Welcome to Pauly Malignaggi from Brooklyn
1: to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Paulie Malignaggi takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're gonna be ranting about a lot of stuff, not just about boxing. I'm it on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Paulie doesn't hold back. The two-time world champion, Pauly the. Paulie Malanji, Peter Carr, Brooklyn to the world. Today we got Nick Lupo back in the studio. Back in hope. action. Yeah. You've been at my A, kid. Where you been? You know, I got this stupid school shit to do, and I've been I've been in training camp with Junior. He's looking yeah. good for his fight March twenty-six. Hey, it's not stupid. you got to stay in school. Yes. I know, yeah. I know, I know, I know. Sometimes that school shit is overrated. Yeah, you know? No, 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 no. A little out of line myself there. No, Kids, don't listen to, Kids, these, don't uh, listen to, don't listen to these hoodlums. Yes, <laughs> listen to Seth. Seth, you, are, you approve of school now. I'm a I'm a college graduate. Look college graduate, me. There you go. Oh. Are any of us are college graduates? Well, Absolutely. Nicky's on his way to doing it. You know? Nikki's gonna be the first one in the video. Boom! <laughs> I
0: thought Nicky didn't want to show up because after he was so confident, Carolina was gonna win the Super Bowl. I haven't seen him since. Yeah. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. damn! Seth, you're uh, digging it to me, huh? Oh well, yeah. We're gonna have Boys. two. Co-
1: we're pretty soon. We're gonna have two college graduates on this show, and two non even high school graduates. Right? Thank Pete? you. Well, that's all right. We. Yeah. Still, I got my GD That's what yeah, happens. You did good. We uh, it makes life harder. So don't take the path me and Pete took, please. Thank you. Uh, so, what's going on, guys? Especially especially that I waited till I was 28
2: to take my GED when I probably could have passed it the week after I dropped out of high school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <that'd laughs> I best. was like, damn, you know, that test must be so hard if they, you know. That's
1: why I didn't take mine. It, you yeah. could
2: pass it right now, at, like, without studying or picking up a book. You think so? Absolutely. It's a fact. Why did yeah. you guys drop out of high school? Because I was a degenerate.
1: <laughs> okay. Pete P doesn't pull any punches. Me, I got, I got expelled from my high school, and then I just didn't go back to another <laughs> high school. Can you tell us a short story, short version? Why fighting and truancy? Yeah. I can't say it was just fighting, and I can't say it was just truancy. It was yeah, just I didn't get kicked out, but I would have. It was just right. a combination of uh, we don't want this guy here anymore. He's just a troublemaker when he shows up, and then half the time he doesn't show up. So can I, I can I say him. something to your school system? How do you like me now? Bam. Uh, yeah. Nah, nah, yeah, I said <laughs> <I laughs> it. I mean, for they it. Were, Bam. Yeah. They were kind of right. They were kind of <laughs> right. I, I mean, I agree with some of that, but not all of it. You know, I, I have my own personal opinion of that of that whole situation. So, but I wasn't doing too many good things in those days. But anyway. So we're uh, we're back episode. What episode is this, P? We we, we got to keep track. of If we don't have you to keep track, I don't keep track. Seth doesn't keep track. No? I have a I can check the records. Right here, you're <laughs> the uh, fact, fact checker. checker. Yes, yeah, so forty-five. We're at no, you, ep- you fact checking <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Episode number forty-five. We have it's quite a week, huh?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trump still keeps Big winning week.
1: states. A lot going. Yeah. On. Trump uh, is on fire. Trump so is so on fire. fire. We had. Uh, a porn star was in this podcast before us we Sitting saw her right in we your chair We saw her leaving Smell it, Smell the chair it yeah. smell. Smell the smell, Lick the chair This fucking chair smells like fucking perfume <laughs>
2: uh, woo. If you lick the chair You might get Lexington Seals
1: Steals fucking sperm in <laughs> Yeah I know I don't know if <laughs> I want oh, I don't yeah. want to lick, be at any sperm But she was hot she What's oh. her name? Oh, she what was, was it? slim Seth, what, was her, what was her name? Well, she was on Chuck Nice's podcast yeah. Right before us XO, X-O we saw her Mary leaving. Jane Her tits Mary were half Jean? out Her tits were out She took
0: him out on the show Seth took them out on the show That's when you should
1: Open the door And let us in bro What the I, f- fuck I got Man. you a picture I mean yeah. yeah I mean You guys gotta check uh, what, what was the name people, On the Twitter is Mary Jane. Yeah Mary yeah. Jean How do you spell that
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna double check My fact It's checks. almost like Mary Jane
1: Yeah but it's not okay. Mary Jane Mary Jane was in Spider-Man Mary Jean is the, the porn star J- that was just here E-A-N, on Chuck Nice's right. show that sat in my seat before I got here?
2: At Mary Jean
1: X O, at X O Mary Jean X O, right? Yeah, no, but Mary Jean is two ways to spell Mary Jean. M
0: A R Y J E A N.
1: Thank you, X O. So hey, all our great, listeners, uh, Mary, we just saw X O Mary Jean X ex- O exiting the podcast as we entered our podcast. Her tits were half out, according to the You wanted to enter her. <laughs> sure. 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 she had a she had a rum going on and everything, huh?
0: I'll send you guys your pic. You guys can tweet that out.
1: Yeah. She no, probably... I'm not gonna put no porn stars on my, <laughs> No, porn, no naked not? porn stars on my picture. I mean, she I'm wasn't not, naked. I'm friends, <laughs> naked. I'm friends with. I'm friends with. Uh, no, no. I'm saying I'm, I'm. I'm. friends with a few porn stars on my Twitter, but I'm not. You know, I can't go sitting around putting on naked pictures on my Twitter. She know? wasn't naked. I work for Showtime, guys. She wasn't naked. I know. Jerk off. I'm talking about the pictures. The pictures no. Seth has no. up on his computer screen. Right now, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> he said he's
2: gonna send us the picture we just took with her. She I understand fully,
1: dressed. and I thought you were talking about the pictures on Seth's computer <laughs> of her smoking a cock. No, yeah. we're, not, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not gonna yeah. tweet her. Yeah, well, we're talking about pictures, and that's a picture that we have in the room right now. We're, I was kidding I, 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 with you. I'm oh, gonna think you're talking you. about some other picture. Oh, what am I? Man. What am I? A mind reader I'm sweating here, anyway. So. A lot, a lot to discuss. Donald Trump's winning state after state. Not everybody, a lot of people aren't happy about this, but somehow, I think there's a lot of undercover Donald Trump fans because how does he keep winning state after state? But everybody makes like they don't like him. (laughs) No, I love
2: that. I love that though. If you vote for Trump, you're crazy. I guess everybody's fucking crazy. (laughs) Here's (laughs) here's
1: what I'm starting to realize that as I hear these Democrats talking, I hear these several Republicans talking. You know, this is probably the presidential election or the election that I've paid attention to the most. As I'm getting older, I'm starting to understand these things a little bit better. Right. I'm starting to realize Democrats, if you don't want to work or if you have no intention of going to work or if you just want free food and, and don't ever intend to get ahead in life, you vote Democratic. And Democrat, hold on. And Democrats cater to that side because every generation in this country has more and more lazy motherfuckers that don't want to work, don't want to cater to work, have no intention of getting ahead in life. So if you sell that side of it, where it's like, oh, we're going to give you uh, more, more of this, or you know, the lesser, the lesser income is going to get this. And buddy, buddy, you got to get, you got to have motivation. And the Republicans give you motivation to work. If you work and make more money. Republicans will reward you. There The Republican ways to reward you, you reap the and, so, rewards. and, and you, you maybe you pay less in taxes because you. you, you but Democrats punish you for being a go getter, a grinder, right. and they reward you for sitting on your ass, smoking weed all day, and just hanging out. You know what I mean? And, then they, and they re, they punish the people who going to work like me by giving taking more tax money from me and giving it to those people. So no, I'm starting to understand if you read between the lines. I mean, obviously it's a lot more complicated than that. But when you read between the lines and you really simplify it. These fucking guys this cater to the people don't want to work. I mean, literally. If you, they're literally catering to all the bottom the bottom feeders. And listen, sometimes people are boy. Well, listen, I came to this country. My family I was on food stamps. My family's on food stamps. Peter, you know, your father was in jail most of uh as you posted on Instagram yesterday, the right. that, that, that was beautiful say, post. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh it wasn't really beautiful, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the Honest. Honest that you uh you know, your father was in jail and you know you guys went through a hard time as a kid. No, but the bottom line is you work hard to get out of that life. You don't make excuses. You don't blame the system. You don't. Uh, you don't uh, just sit on your ass and say, "You know what? We're just not gonna do it. Let's just vote for the guy that gives us free shit." You, you 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 gotta have motivation because society moves ahead. Society keeps moving, and you have kids. Here's the thing: I don't even have any kids, but I think about if I got, you know, if what if I end up having kids, I gotta leave them something because houses cost more every generation. Prices go up every generation. There's people making less money every generation. Maybe it's because they're lazy or who the fuck knows. But if you don't pass things down to your kids... And they have to... Every generation has to start from scratch. It's harder to start from scratch every single generation. Because inflation goes up every single generation. So you have to get ahead before it's too late. So all these people that are just looking to be bottom feeders... Just like They they want to vote democratic so they can get, be rewarded with not doing shit. And then teaching their kids not to do shit. And their kids not to do shit. And their kids not to do shit. And I, I got no patience with people like that bro I got I got no I have no I don't even feel bad for people like that there are people that start at the bottom okay and like I said I just said I started at the bottom Peter started at the bottom there are legit immigrants who come here looking to work hard and are at the bottom and need a little bit of help need that push to get ahead but then once they get that push they don't sit there trying to live off the system they, they sit there okay the, the system gave us the help and the system help is designed to get you ahead. They're, you split off the system for a little bit, and then you get ahead. So I don't know. I, I, I'm the more I listen to these Democrats, and the more I listen to the Republicans, I actually have less and less and less patience for these fucking Democrats. Like, I know it's like the cool trendy thing to be democratic. I actually have less and less. The more I hear them talk, the less patience I have for them. They actually are fucking garbage people with no motivation and they cater to people with no motivation. And if you're voting for them, I'm sorry. If the odds are it's because you're a fucking life who has no motivation. I'm sorry to fucking break it to you. Because if you have any motivation, why the fuck would you want to be extorted to pay more tax money just because you worked harder than everybody else to make your money? You know what I mean? It's quite obvious. It's quite obvious. So you're a Republican? Is that what you're saying? Um, I'm 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 thinking like as I listen to the Democrats and, and Republicans more and more. I mean, I've never even considered myself anything, but as I listen to more and more, I'm like, I guess I'm Republican, no, because I I I, I, I agree with most of what these guys say, you know what I'm saying? Right. And I disagree with most of what these Democrats say. They 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 play the race card constantly, like, you know, the, the Dem- they don't give a, the Democrats don't give a fuck about the race card, but they know that right. they play it constantly so that they can get votes. It, it's a two-faced lying, fucking conniving way to be. And don't get me wrong, politicians mostly are like that. But fucking right. Democrats play it to the T, bro. And social I mean, issues that, that aren't going to change anyway. I mean, they're not, like, nothing's going to yeah, change. Right. The problem with social... Margaret Thatcher, and I take this quote, I think I said it a few weeks ago. Margaret Thatcher who was a, a, a British prime minister for three uh, three consecutive terms from like 79 to 90. Said, talked about socialism, and she's one of the better prime ministers England has had. And she said, the problem with socialism is eventually you run out of other people's money. If you punish people for making money and you keep punishing them for making money, you're eventually gonna eliminate those people and bring them down to the lesser, to the bottom feeders as well. The problem with the bottom feeders is they have no motivation to begin with. So no matter how much of the top people you take their money and and bring it to the bottom, most of the bottom, not all the bottom, because again, I've been to the bottom, most of the bottom have no motivation to get out of the bottom. So eventually you're just gonna have to keep taking from the top, keep taking from the top, keep taking from the top, until you run out of other people's money and you're still going to have people at the bottom because it's not like they have any motivation to move up if you keep rewarding them for not doing shit. Why
0: do you right. think those big rock stars left England back in the day, like Mick Jagger and all the Beatles? They moved out because they were taking like 65% yeah. of their earnings. Right. But, but, but
1: their taxes are less now. I mean, the now, I, I think, I, not, not, the they have better taxes than us now. Go ahead. <laughs> Pete, Go yeah, Peter. Pete. And, and, and back then, our days were, our tax were actually good. Ronald Reagan had a 28% federal tax. But God.
2: If you notice, there's, there's hidden messages <clears throat> that <clears> the <throat> people aren't reading. Right. It's it's a sales pitch and politicians every politician does it. And you heard Obama start. We got to tax the rich. Got to tax the rich. This is, again, socialism. Right. But now what actually happens? You you're thinking that he's talking about billionaire companies and billionaires. Right. It's the top one percent, as Bernie Sanders likes to refer to them. In actuality, what ends up happening? They put in place a tax plan that where it starts that the people that are getting tax increases are people that make 400000 or greater. That was never said in the campaign because guess what? I don't make anywhere near 400000 Paulie does. Right? So now, you think a regular small business who probably makes a half a million dollars a year would have sat there and said, oh, you know what? I don't give a fuck about people like Trump who make billions, but he's not worried about... He's not talking about me. He's talking about these billionaires. No, he's talking about you too. Right? But it's always... It's always this sneaky little way of approach. Oh, we're we're talking about Exxon. We're talking about these big billionaire companies that don't pay any tax. And not just that. No, but you're hiding the fact that you're actually talking about middle-class people mm. also. So you're raising taxes on everyone yeah, of to give back. And then you have what what I think is disgusting, is these celebrities, athletes, that feel bad and guilty for how much they make. So they feel like, ah, yeah, I guess I should pay more taxes because I make more money. You should never feel guilty for what you earn. Never, I don't give a fuck
1: what no, the president not, is showing on TV. Not, not only that,
2: bro. I don't give a fuck what the president is showing on TV. I don't give a fuck what the news says because the news is full of shit. It's complete bullshit. That's like to say fact, right? The the media is a complete crock of shit, and they only show what they want to show. And you get you get celebrities that that say I'm I'm endorsing this person. I'm endorsing this person. They feel guilt. And they, they get this one side of, of the media where they sit in their, their mansion and they feel like they have it so great that they have to give back. And that they feel like it's fair that they pay a higher tax because they're living this wonderful life. Well, you work and you do a job. Whatever it is that you do, whether you sweep the street, you get paid to do that. Whether you're an actor or an actress, you get paid to do that. Whether you play basketball, you get paid to do that. Whether you're a boxer, you get paid to do that. Whatever you do, you get paid for it. And you pay taxes like everyone else. You should not be paying. Like me, myself. I have one child. Nine years old. I have been sitting there. My girl's dying for a kid. I have been sitting there saying, it's not happening right now. We're not financially stable. And I make a good living.
0: Doesn't stop me, Pete. Well, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but you know, I'm sitting there saying, I'm not gonna bring another kid into this world if I'm
1: not comfortable. that oh, right. you want to, you want to have, but uh, now uh, wait, real pieces of society. You want to add right. society. You want to take away from society. Right. But. but people that
2: I get my taxes taken out for have five kids and they'll don't have a job, and they get money for those kids. Yeah, yeah. and I'm paying for them fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? You can't have your own. I can't have my own. I'm sitting there trying to think responsibly, and I'm like, man, I I shouldn't have another kid right now. I gotta fucking
1: you know you gotta let them know. You know your nine year old daughter is not from your girl. You're nine year old. Right. My nine year old daughter. That's why your girl wants a kid. Right.
2: My my nine year old daughter Mia is from from a previous previous relationship, relationship. and she wasn't planned. You know, I was 24, and you know things happen, and I God blessed me with a beautiful girl and. <clears throat> you know, you live and you learn. I, I broke my ass. I do what I gotta do to, to keep up with my, my job as a dad. But I, that doesn't mean you go into a relationship just because my girl now Alyssa wants a kid that I'm gonna say, Oh well you deserve a kid because I had another kid with her. No. I'm being responsible and saying, you know what? We have a house We're planning a wedding. This is not the time. Other fucking people just out there spreading their legs and, and guys are just coming in, girls and shit. Put a fucking condom on, bro. You don't have a fucking job. You expect the government <laughs> just fact. to pay for your shit. So you're saying, because if guys unemployed,
0: he's not allowed to have unprotected sex. That's bullshit, Pete. <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> it's amazing. Right. And even with the and even with the, the tax bracket, where you're saying, oh, you should be making more. Money. Yo, dude, I'm not the Rolling Stones. When I stop fighting, my check, my my yearly salary is going to probably more than half itself. Or right. Go go less than half. Whatever the, the correct terminology is, like, dude. I, like, I'm not exactly, like, my, the way I, the kind of money I make, I got I to make it count because my salary is going to half itself once I'm not fighting at all, you know what I'm saying? So, so again, then you're you you, you you're pulling people like me back too if, if, if you right. consider this kind of lifestyle. And again, you pull people, you pull the top people down, but most of the people on the bottom, not all, because again, I mean, we were at the bottom, most of the people at the bottom, they don't give a shit, dude. They don't give a shit. It's like you say, they want to have 10 kids, they want to do this, they want to do that. It's like, dude. And and, and and we're the ones that got to pay for it. You know what I mean? So, again, I'm sick of the democratic way where you cater to this kind of society. And every generation in America has more and more of these kind of people. Spoiled brats who don't want to work, who don't want to do shit, who just want to be liberal hipsters? Who not have a fucking job? They want to they want to do art for a living, even though the art doesn't pay the bills. Hey, listen, guys. I I like to play hockey when I was a kid. You know what? I wasn't good enough to play hockey. You know what I mean? So I went another direction. Luckily, I boxed. Yeah, you know I man. Peter loves hockey too. He didn't. He's not in the NHL right now, guys. If you like art and art doesn't pay the bills, you can't do fucking art. That's <laughs> you it. Stop fucking voting democratic just so you can get more money to keep doing art. Cause that's not how the fuck life works. I
2: heard some. All right. First of all, the thing that I posted mm-hmm. yesterday. I saw a picture of Bernie Sanders, and it had his quote on it. If you're white, you've ne- you don't know what it's like to live in the ghetto. And if you're white, you don't know what it's like to be poor. So my... Think- he's such a piece of... Sh- my, that's thing, the to, worst he's
0: my it. thing to he's him it. Was, he's it. was, you guys just hate him because he's Jewish. He, he's no, just my a fucking <laughs> royal piece
1: of shit. Like, that's just saying anything to get a vote. That's what that is. Go ahead, Pete. It's, a, my, it's ignorant, actually. Well, it is,
0: Well,
2: bad. that's what my thing to him was. Has he ever heard of white trash? There's enough dumb motherfuckers no, out there that think that's true. I'm, so not white, I'm not white trash, but I was poor. Well, it's debatable about the white trash. You thing. know, but <laughs> what I said to him was, what I what I wrote in my post was, what white people is he referring to? Because the wealthy ones. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what, that's such that's, an ignorant comment because I grew up I was born in Astoria. I moved to Brooklyn as a little kid. The first steps I ever took was in Sing Sing Correctional Facility visiting my dad. That's where I learned how to walk. Wow. Right. So my mother worked and raised three of us. My father, even when he was out of prison, rest in peace, not to speak bad about him, but he wasn't a great guy. He was a, a drug user. He never worked. You know, so my mother did everything on her own. So did I have this lavish life? Absolutely fucking not. So what white people is he talking... To? Is he generalizing? Is he stereotyping the way people do? And what is he doing that for? To get the black vote.
1: Yeah, obviously. He's, you know mani- he's manipulating the vote, of course. Right,
2: he's manipulating everybody to say... He's such a piece of... And he's dude. he's okay with going against white people. He's, he's basically... Uh, downplaying white people to get a black vote who's worse though him or hillary I mean, she's pretty uh, bad, he's Worse, He's worse. definitely worse. I think
1: Hillary's... There's corruption over there with Hillary that uh, I, I think is very, like, suspicious that people aren't investigating enough. There's some corruption oh, going oh on. Oh, no, with, they, are. they are. There's some weird shit going on with Hillary. But Bernie Sanders is, like, a, a walking piece of shit. Like, if you take a piece of shit and put legs and arms on it, you got Bernie Sanders. <laughs> I mean, like, he's, like, a walking piece of shit. Like it's un- I cannot believe people, anybody actually supports that guy. He's such a fucking piece of shit. I was actually listening to a guy named Ben Shapiro on uh, YouTube. Ben, ben Shapiro. I was going to say that, and, uh, actually. Go ahead. Speaking of poor, uh, the poverty line and all, that, and what that and whatnot, he sa- he says, "Listen, he goes, this is how you avoid the poverty line: you finish school, you get a job, and you do not have kids before marriage. If you can do those three things—finish school, get a job, and do not have kids before marriage—that's a typical you will, guideline. You it. will—it's a typical guideline. It's a—it's a rough guideline. You will probably avoid being poor if you can do that.
0: One one issue with that is, and it's, it's a little different, but." Is the student loan thing? That's
1: a whole other conversation. Right. Listen, he didn't even yeah. say college. He just said finish right. school. Let's let's start with high school, right. where it's free. Right. right. Finish school because if you go, if you finish high school, you can actually go to a trade school or something. You don't True. have to go to college. You know what I mean, I, I personally, a lot of times I think college is a big scam to get people in debt with student loans. Fact.
2: but And but, you could go to community college. You don't but, have to go to fucking Yale. Yeah, but yeah. those are the best years of your life.
0: College, I got to say. That. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but you want to get ahead or you want to have fun? It's it's sure. one right. or the other. Right. right. You know? My so, dad
1: paid. Thanks, Dad. So, yeah. So here's the thing. <laughs> and then Ben Shapiro said something. He goes. That's true with any race. It doesn't. It right. goes, any poor white neighborhoods in America, it's the same thing. If you look at it, overall, it's just, it's people that didn't finish school, had a kid before marriage, maybe didn't get a job. Whether you're white, black, yellow, green, if you don't follow that guideline, you're going to be poor, bro. You're going to be poor. Like it, That's the guideline. No matter what race you are, it'll work for the most part, and whether, no matter what race you're not... Uh, no matter what race you are, if you don't use it, it, won't, it then you're gonna be poor. You know what I mean? It comes yeah. down to parenting. Like peaking, uh, peaking it comes down to parenting out. and, pr- the and eth- exactly passing down the the, the ethics, the, the ethics, yeah. and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The principle. The Principles. principle. that You do things correctly, dude. That life, no, gives you no fucking handouts. That's our job as parents. You do things correctly. If you do things correctly, listen. There's tough breaks in life. Life is still hard. Life is. Still, you can do things, is still you do things correctly. Life is still hard. But if you do things correctly, life is still hard. But you'll you'll be able to attack it. And, and, and avoid that poverty line, so to speak. So we don't need Democrats, piece of shit fucking Democrats, <laughs> enabling people to be the opposite. You need people to push on principle for people to be motivated. Get ahead. There's a reward in getting ahead. I'm sick of the fucking pieces of shit out there, and I'm sick of the pieces of shit out there getting power and then and then fucking enabling these people. You're supposed to be motivating, not downplaying them. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to be motivating them and, and making people want to get ahead in life. We
2: have examples. I I have examples. Uh
1: I didn't finish high school. So
2: what did I do? I sold cars. That's an, it, selling cars is an is a way to make a good living without an education. You have to be a people person. You have to but you have to grind and you have to work long hours. You learn about the cars too. Uh yeah, well it's mostly sales. But you have to be educated you, about you the cars. You also have
1: you also it's also a um, uh, Gift to Gab. It's, yeah, not, not that but with the business. You it's a uh, what when you when you're based on sales, what is it called? Commission based a lot. Yeah, it, it's know? commission based. You, if you ain't good at it, you ain't good at it. Right. You know what I mean? Out it'll run course. you it'll run you. Whether out. you got school or not, you gotta have the to gift to no, Gab and have that commission based. What I'm saying guys. is
2: you don't need school to do it. What I was forced to either do that or you go get a job with your hands. You learn carpentry. A trade. Or what, yeah, but you don't have to necessarily go to school, but if you go with your hands you can do stuff right yeah. you get it on the ground floor you'll you get you learn, right, be, right. An yeah, be an
1: apprentice right Or now, you start in the mail room in the uh, I have other uh, no. friends
2: who were instilled those principles like we spoke about went to school, went to college I have a, one friend who's an engineer the kid is going to build roller coasters and this and that. he's he's living the life. And when we were out doing dumb shit, uh, throwing rocks at fucking taxi cabs and shit, fighting with other kids, he wasn't around for that stuff. It just wasn't. He was studying. He was doing homework. We never, you know, we never made fun of him because we weren't that type of crew. If you were with us, you were with us. If you weren't, you weren't. We were still your friend. We respected it. Just like if you were an athlete. Like, Paulie had a time where he grinded, you know. He wasn't able to come to the club every time we went. We understood that. You know, you, you have a plan. You're, you're motivated. So there's no excuse to just say, you know what? I want it given to me. You know what I mean? And I'll be totally honest because I'm honest about fucking everything. I'm a lazy motherfucker. Just like... A big bulk of this fucking population in this country. <laughs> You're being a little hard on yourself. No, I am. I am. You work until you, take, but, you, take, but you get but his to up. But I, but I have a, I have a daughter. That's the difference. And you got a fiance. No, well listen, no no, it started with my daughter. It 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 all started fiance with Fiance came later. Yeah, <laughs> my, my daughter's. Not. Unfortunately, he did it backwards. Yeah, yeah. my daughter's <laughs> not. He her. I didn't take the steps that Ben Shapiro. This guy's a fucking genius, by the way. And anybody who wants to look him up, you look him up on YouTube. Ben, ben just type in Ben Shapiro. Anything he says is just genius. He's very intelligent.
0: He's a Jew too, so we got
2: we got he one is. back.
1: He's he he's he's Jewish, we but his name up, sounds Bernie's. Italian, right? No, Shapiro. No, nah. there's no S H in Italian. Oh, 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 Italian. oh right, right, right.
2: Well, Robert Shapiro was an Italian.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, I'm trying to steal as many good guys as we can. Hey,
2: we, we, we need to, we need to have a couple. But no, the guy is very intelligent and he can debate with anybody. I wish he would run for president. Yeah. But no, the point I'm trying to make is I don't want to do what I do every day. I wish I wish we could do this podcast every day,
1: and I wish Pete wants to just hit the Powerball. And show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm with you on that. You know what
2: I'm saying? No, but I, I want to do something on a daily basis that my passion is involved. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't want to sit here and do do construction every day. But that's what my bread and butter is. That's, oh, crack open a beer while I'm, you know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're getting stressed. You got, <laughs> yeah. take, no, a take a swig. Continue, no. Take a
2: swig and continue, Pete. Take a swig and continue. My wonderful friends at Corona, Mark, thanks a lot, pal. Uh, I'll
1: pour
0: some out out. for the Democrats on the floor. Right,
2: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it.
1: So, yeah. But, But, you know, going along the same point, here's what what I'm saying. I didn't finish school either. At a certain point when I was boxing as a teenager, because I wasn't in school when I started boxing, I remember thinking, man. This is a grind in this life, man. As you get older, you start to realize it. And it starts to dawn on you. Like, if it doesn't dawn on you, you're either refusing it or you're a dumb motherfucker. Like, I, it started to dawn on me at like 17, 18. Like, yo, man, you know, I started seeing people with nice things and either they were dealing drugs or they got a job. I mean, you're not going to, they, they don't, the Corvettes don't just grow on trees. You know what I mean? Uh, nice houses don't just grow on trees. You know, money doesn't just grow on trees. And I started dawning on me, like, man, I got to do this and I got to do this right. You know, um, I used to tremble at the thought of, what if boxing doesn't work out you know what I'm saying like I used to think like man I, I've really got to make this happen I remember at like 18 already there's some dumb bastards telling me like oh you should turn pro you can make money turn pro and I started boxing at 16 so I knew inside my heart I was pretty good but I wasn't good enough to turn pro at 18 not yet <laughs> you know so again I didn't rush it I said no nah, let's you know I was living on my grandmother's couch at the time because I'd already been thrown out of my mom's house so I was I didn't even have my own bedroom I was uh, I was living in my uh, I was living in my grandma's house and I would sleep on the living room couch. And I'm like, nah, it's all right. I'm going to sweat this out. I'm going to, you know, make sure I'm ready when I turn pro and I'm ready. And, then, you know, I, f- I think I timed it right, obviously. You know what I mean? Uh, then at a certain point in my, about 23, 24, my hands just started giving out on me. Like, it, it, I, it was constant surgeries, constant breaks. And, again, it started dawning back to me. I didn't, hadn't made enough money yet. And I was like, my God, what am I going to do? I have no school. Do I have to, like, No what? plan B. There was, yeah, right. I said, again, I and I started fearing it. I'm like, first of all, I was like, nobody, the world was never going to know I was actually pretty good. Because if I, if I disappear in my early 20s, nobody's ever going to hear about me. So I said, the world's going to never know that I was actually a pretty good boxer. And what do I do? I mean, I can never, like, support anyone or do anything, like, that I want to do because you need money in this life. In this life, to to do what you want to do, to call the shots, you need to make money. You know what I mean? It's... Maybe money's not the most important thing. Listen, there's a saying: uh, "Money can't buy happy, happiness. Money cannot buy happiness. You're right, but poverty will make you miserable. Okay, so there's a motivation to get out of poverty. There has to be a motivation to get out of poverty. You know, when you've tasted it, you should want to be out of it. Instead of having these, again, for lack of a better word, stupid motherfucking Democrats. Can I quote? Wolf giving of Wall you more, Street? giving you more and more and more enablement enabling to not work. Oh, we're going to throw you more. We're going to throw you more bones. Just keep not working. And we're going to punish the people that work. Go ahead. Quote Wolf of Wall Street.
2: Wolf of Wall Street, Leo says, there is no nobility in poverty. I've been a rich man, and I've been a poor man, (laughs) and I choose rich every time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's the thing. You know, not everybody's going to be a gazillionaire. Not everybody's going to be rich. But the motivation, and also when you earn it, the motivation when you earn it, it feels so much better, dude. You know, like when you when you... When you start and you when you felt the the struggle and then you go through the struggle and you and you stay, stay you stay the course, you know and Oh, I got an example. I got an and example. And you go for it. you know, it's so rewarding to, to be able to you, buy that house or well, just I take got care ex- of your I, family. Got go ahead. Go ahead. I got an example. I got
2: an example. Paulie's an example. right. That? No yeah.
1: not even money money based. Mm, good. As an amateur. You don't get paid, no, unless you're number one, right? Yeah, once you reach the oh, When three. the amateurs, when I was there, I don't know how it works now. When I, the amateurs, <laughs> right. when I was there, unless you were uh, one, on the U.S. Three, team right? and stuff, yeah, they they didn't give you money.
2: But how good did it feel when you trained and you prep for a tournament and you got a medal? Yeah, of course, right? Of course. Isn't that part of part yeah. of what you're you're preaching yeah. Yeah, and yeah. saying? The
1: reward, hard work gets you something. Yeah, and life's not always fair. You know right. what I mean? Sometimes in boxing you get robbed. You get robbed. Sometimes right. in life, you, maybe you don't get the job. You won't qualified ne- than the next person. You know. Sometimes it is about race. Sometimes it's not about race though. Sometimes it's about that person had an end in inside that corporation. Right. They right. they yeah. were f- their mother's sister's f- cousin was friends with the owner's daughter. Right. Or whatever stupid shit. That's how life is, unfortunately. You know what I mean, sometimes you don't get the proper breaks you need. Sometimes it's it's something else. But it does it does it's not a reason to give up. It's not a reason to give up. You got to roll re- with the punches. You roll with the punches and you continue moving forward. That's it. You know what I mean? Because because nobody's going to feel bad for you, dude. At right. the end of the day, like, I remember I got robbed a couple times in the average and my grandfather was like, screw this, man. You, you don't need to do this. I'm like, fuck am I going to do if I stop boxing? What am I going to do? Who, who's gonna, who is going to really give a fuck besides me? Right. If I, oh, you know what? I robbed me too many times. I'm done. Okay. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Who's gonna really give a shit Bye, about an 18, 19 year nineteen-year-old kid? So I'm like, no, man. I, you know, I'm, I'm, my ultimate goal is later on. You know, these are all little steps. I'm gonna get there. You know, you, you struggle, but you get there. So again, again, back to the you, sh- you shouldn't be enabled. If you have no motivation to get past a certain point, a certain bottom part of life, you, you you shouldn't be enabled. You shouldn't be enabled by these stupid fucks. Let me ask you guys a question.
0: Since you're talking about this, I always feel like there's things this country could do to raise money, like. Make gambling legal Make you know. Oh yeah
1: In New tax. York You can make UFC legal MMA right. legal right. Yeah, And
0: they fucking won't do that That's okay. crazy Tax the shit out of it Tax the shit out of alcohol Sorry Pete mm-hmm. Tax the shit out of nicotine you know, Make cigarettes. weed legal in every state Right And tax the shit out of it yeah. Like that's a lot of money Right You know even prostitution I. You know People yeah. Listen, they do it they do it in
1: Holland. People hey, are gonna get hookers anyway. You right. might as well make it legal. Yes. <laughs> Elliot,
0: Elliot Spitzer
2: gets a hooker a day. Right. He's paying like five dimes. We're paying his though. He was billing right. that off. Right. Yeah. right.
0: So I mean, make it legal. Who right. cares? It's not they're your doing business it anyway. And then yeah. you regulate yeah, it. Yeah, that's it, what I mean. It's like a
1: false yeah. code Everybody's of ethics. Everybody's worried about ethics, yeah. Yeah. but everybody, there's like a false code of ethics. It's all bullshit yeah. because yeah. they do that, and then they're they're grimy, low life, muddy people right. who do so much dirty shit anyway. Right. They, it's like a false code of ethics. If you're going to be ethical and 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 proper, be proper all around. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, legalize this shit and let let it, let get people out of poverty. Help people get out of poverty. You know what I'm saying? You create more jobs. Hey man, listen. I wouldn't want my daughter being a hooker, but if prostitution is legal, I'm sure you'll create more jobs for those girls too. <laughs> <laughs> your daughter's a hooker. You didn't do a you, job. If you make uh, le- gam- le- yeah. gambling uh, legalized gambling, DraftKings can't even do DraftKings. Draft kings. Fuck. You'll have more casinos, open up more jobs. Eric Schneiderman's a fucking dick. Jerk <laughs> off. Another jerk <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> is he a Democrat too? <laughs> fucking jerk. That was me. A I, I said Definitely. fucking Jew for the record, Seth. And I'm he's allowed probably to say a Democrat. That. The fucking jerk yeah. off. Yeah. yeah, we we do have our token Jew on the show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I'm to
0: say that. Eric you vouched for, vouch for that. You vouched for that, you prick. He's not one of us. I denounce his journalism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Right.
1: No. We want Ben Shapiro here. We want, yeah, ben, we Shapiro. want ben Shapiro. <laughs> on we want Jews here. We want Ben Shapiro. <laughs>
0: Hey, you want to replace me? Oh, okay. No, no, no. no, no, no sir, so we get two Jews. Yeah, we, we just want him as a guest two, one day.
2: Two Jews walking to a bar. He, wear, he, <laughs> he wears the yam. Um, you know what I was saying? The as uh, The hum. Yeah, he wears the <laughs> The ham. The uh, Nah, the
0: if he comes in, no, you can't do the Borat he, voices. He
2: wears the ham to... Borat's a Jew, the actor! <laughs> yeah. He wears the ham to... Hide, I like. Uh, to hide the... The horns. Well. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> you know, one time, you know what's funny? because this whole fucking Democrat Republican thing is, it gets annoying sometimes. One time, I heard Chris Rock, and he said, "I don't know if you if it's so set in stone, you know, but um, but he goes, I don't know. He goes, some things I'm conservative about, some things I'm liberal about, <laughs> you know. And I thought that made sense.
1: You yeah, know, what yeah, I mean? of course, you don't agree with everything a certain party does. Yeah, right. it's like, but you know, for the most part. I do find myself agreeing with more and more Republicans, right. and not so much with Democrats. And like I said, it's the first—it's the first presidential election where I'm like really paying attention and trying to really figure out like what's going on, you know. Because you know, wait—I thought Bush had absolutely sucked. I thought Bush had absolutely sucked, and I really do think Bush sucked for the most part. Right. Um, so you know, I was happy a little bit. I, I, I bought the whole Obama um, uh, regime, regime, uh, the whole Obama selling porn. the selling points. You was know what I mean? Por- was that porn hair on him? <laughs> Some yeah, poor, poor, yeah. Poor yeah, hair. You so have one b- of her pubes on you. Yeah, hey, um. <laughs> I, I bought the whole Obama thing, but by 2012, I was all Obama'd out, and I was probably I was ready for Romney, and I, I and I really thought Romney was uh, probably more qualified than any of the Republicans we have. He now.
0: You can't be a president named Mitt. I'm sorry, right. but this you know what. Work.
1: Nah but it you know what work. I I, I want to really, smoke if, if, if Romney Rom- if, Rom- <laughs> if, Rom- if Romney was uh if Romney had run for presidency this time I think uh, he might have been my guy too you know what I mean like right. I, I think you know I, I just don't I don't understand how fuck Obama beat Romney 4 years ago but anyway Paul, What you got to take a, we, what we, what you you take a piss yeah. too many coronas you, pee? Fucking, gotta, you got too many, many fucking
0: coronas over there he finished the whole six pack
1: fuck all right all right we'll be back we'll be back Let Pete take a piss we'll be back
2: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Oh, we're back. How do you feel? How was your oh, piss? Oh, man, it was great. Well, you know, I, I, I was taking a piss, but I got, you know when you get like a little semi? Yeah. I was thinking about, yeah, I was thinking about Mary Jean. I fucking tugged one out real quick. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. That's in, the, in, in the bathroom? Yeah. That's why he took forever. Yeah Even her Twitter's great She has pictures of herself on Twitter just like this big
0: ass picture it's, She's it's, a beast Oh my god It's all fake but still uh, no, it. It's good fake She she went to yeah. good, good doctors I don't know about the lips But the rest of it.
1: <laughs> yeah Got some fights this weekend Yeah A lot oh, of fights We had a big party man A lot of fights over the weekend What do you mean Big party Had a big party back at
2: the house I was we out in D.C. I put the kegerator into effect Did the you kegerator The kegerator was popping The Keggerator?
1: That's right, baby.
2: <laughs> tell, why don't you tell the people what that is? What is Listen, th- this is the best thing ever made. I feel like it was put on earth for me. This is I the, perf- this is the perfect agree. product for the perfect thing for me. And you know what was awesome? I had a lot of people over. My It was my little nephew, my godson, little Paulie. Uh, it was his birthday party, so we had a lot of kids there. My daughter was there.
1: Um, we're so not we partaking had, in the category
2: No, but the girls, were, you know, the women were around. So mm. being a gentleman... And uh, displaying some chivalry I didn't take the whole kegerator for myself Being that it's a dual tap I put the white wine On tap Really? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah You can do that? Oh yeah (laughs) Pete has two kegerators One for him And one for his guests Wow,
1: really? That's how we roll. <laughs> so, um,
2: so yeah, you know, that was the big selling point with Alyssa because when it first got delivered, she was, she was like, like, "Oh, what's this? You know, where's this going? You know?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Babe, you know understand. understand? Yeah, <laughs> you don't understand how this works. Let me set it up. You know, there's a video." Was she a fan? After it was all set up, oh, now you know, you she's a fan. I mean? now she a fan. Now her favorite white, her favorite Pinot Grigio comes right out on tap. Boom! Right from the kegerator. Right from a keg, but it's refrigerated. See if you have a if you have a keg party, it gets a little sloppy. You're pumping. You got foam everywhere. Yeah, it's fucking annoying. After the sun's beating on it, it starts to get warm. I don't care how much ice you have there. This is a refrigerated keg. Like you plug it in? It's plugged in all day, every day. It's professional. It's like you're having it's a bar at your a, house. Right. It's having a bar at your house. So you got you guys were
1: had this while the fights were going on.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, forget it. Everybody's serving themselves.
1: He has finally met his match.
0: The Keggerator.
2: <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's that's our boy. I, that's our boy, Doug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's my boy.
1: You talked to him today. You saw yeah, him. yeah, yeah. yeah. I like know him for can years. Can we keep going with this Keggerator? Forget it's, about Doug it's for a second. Best, whoa, whoa, it's whoa, the best whoa. thing
2: ever made. And you know what? We we negotiated this deal so that our listeners mm. get savings if they go on Keggerator.com.
1: Mm-hmm. Can you Pre- put your Coronas in the Keggerator? Of course. You I can you put any beer you ke- want. Get a
2: Coronas. Boom Boom On draft Boom The yeah, draft them. is so nice You feel like you're at a bar It comes out smooth You, you get some know? nice glasses You're We're going to red solo cups Do you get no, the frosted Do nice you get the frosted nice mugs glasses. You get frosted mugs I, have- I was using the kegerator mugs Oh you used those yeah, did, you yeah, frost, yeah, yeah. did you
1: frost those No you didn't do it Of course you didn't do it Why would you do something like that No, no you, you sent a nice like Bar You gotta freeze those fucker
2: <laughs> no. No. It's only a game, fucker. Right? Got a spike though. No, you got
1: <laughs> to no, freeze though. Right? <laughs> Shit, I don't know. Hey, I want to
0: talk about this. Kegraider. is already a great value, but we've talked them into an amazing exclusive offer just for our listeners because we love it. Pete loves it. He has sex with his kegraider. No, it's too far. It's too much. I went too far. Save fifteen percent on the most popular kegraider twin taps. You can enjoy a variety. Plus four premium com pint glasses for free. They were awesome glasses, right?
2: Awesome. Yeah.
0: With your order, free. That's over $100 in savings. This is an incredible deal, and it's just for our listeners, but only if you use our code. What's our code? Hey, poly. you. What's our code? Polyem? Poly.
1: P-A-U-L-I-E-M? No? Drop the M. Poly? Yeah. Just poly. P-A-U-L-I-E. We took, poly. Poly. We took the M out. So just Polly. Give him the you, code Polly. P-A-U-L-I-E. You've
0: become so big, you're like Cher now. You're just like, poly. I'm like Madonna. Yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Pauly. Like, like Brittany is Brittany like, is the a word now. What are you seal?
0: <laughs> <laughs> one name, <laughs> one name, one name. What are you seal? So there's only one way to get this amazing deal. Go to kegerator.com. That's k-e-g-e-r-a-t-o-r.com. Click on the microphone at the top and enter the code Paulie. P-a-u-l-i-e. That's kegerator.com. Click on the microphone
1: and use the code Paulie. Don't wait. This amazing offer will not last, and it's only for our listeners. Boom. So when you guys get the kegerator and. Uh, you guys are watching the fights, just know that you'll be enjoying the kegerator along with Peter Cods. That's right. <laughs> the kegerator. Cuz <laughs> <laughs> you know all the fights Peter Codds are going to have, that thing working now. Anyway, so I was in DC while you were enjoying the kegerator. Oh, I God. was in DC with uh, my little buddy Saddam Ali. Oh. And of course, you know, at this point we know, um, you know, Saddam came up short in his bid for a world title fight. Um you know, tough night. Um, you know, you always got to... He showed a lot of heart. showed a lot of heart. And, uh, you know, I, I, Saddam, it was a competitive fight until the stop. Where know did I mean? Jesse get all this power from? I want to
2: know. I don't, I don't know. Jesse Vargas.
0: Those pimples on his back were looking like a 13-year-old kid going through <laughs> <Ooh>. puberty. <laughs> That's all I know. That's <laughs> all I know.
1: Paul, you know USADA? No, no. We didn't have. do random nothing, drug testing right? for this fight. I mean, I wasn't in the negotiations. So I don't know how that works. Honestly, like I'm going to st- stay out of that one. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, Jesse, I mean, Jesse was a super lightweight not that long ago, right? So he has moved up on weight as well. Eh, you know what? Regardless, you know, it was... Wait, same, wait. Wasn't this like his second welterweight fight?
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. Something around that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Bradley was his first welterweight fight, no? Mm. Every other fight wait, was he, at 140.
2: So wait, he, he almost flattened Bradley in the 12th round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Where it was yeah. like 15 seconds left. Yeah and then he knocks Saddam Ali out who's never who's barely been dropped he's been dropped like once
1: twice has he been dropped yeah Wait, but that was like his dunk glove touch at Yui Krupp that wasn't a drop that was like a, uh a Jeremy Heffield. almost dropped him he buzzed him
2: yeah Yui yeah. Krupp was so like he, his glove touch off So down. he drops Saddam who's never been dropped and then stops him mm-hmm. and <laughs> drops Bradley No he it's stunned so, he stunned Bradley Well, he that almost he almost Yeah flagged. he was about to go um in his first and second fight at welterweight mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's a little weird.
0: Well, you you guys are pros. What you know? What's what's your analysis of the fight?
1: Um, Well, there was some, you know, saying off to the. um, I'm going to stay away from the suspicion theories, you know, because obviously there's always that in sports. But, um, you know, uh, I think from a tactical standpoint, Saddam did some good things and he did some bad things. You know, um, I'm not around Saddam every day. You know, and I'm not not the trainer either, so I'm not. uh, I'm not going to sit here and saying. I, I, if I was there, I would have done this or that because, you know, I don't know what, what I would have done. You know I mean? I'm there for moral support for Saddam. I, you were I, busy. You tried I,
2: to be there here listen, and there. Bro,
1: I, I was in camp with him uh, for two days. I watched them. I saw them go spar a couple of days. And, you know, they always want me as part of the support system for the team. And I'm there more for Saddam to remind them of certain things because there's things that you deal with at the highest level of the sport that you don't deal with at the lower levels and you don't deal with uh, at any other point. And so, and I just give them little reminders that I, things I remember that, you know, can and might break your focus. Like I'll give them a reminder, hey, you know, this or that, you know. Um, even on fight week, you know, it's not so much the tactical part in the in the ring, you know. Um, in the ring, I gave him, like, I, I said one or two things, you know, in there. But it's up to Andre, really, to to be the head trainer. You don't want to step on any toes and whatnot. Um, and, you know, I thought Saddam did some good things in spots. And I think, you know, there were some other things that I would have liked to see him do. You know, I would have liked to see a little bit more of a consistent jab. I thought, you know, at a certain point he stopped jabbing. Um, and probably the reason he stopped jabbing is because Jesse's jab was really good. So, you know, the way you combat that is you need different d- dimensions of your jab. You know, you need to throw a jab in several different ways. You know, those are things that, you know, maybe Saddam needs to go work on back in the gym. Saddam has very good power. I thought he threw some very nice combinations. I thought he went to the body pretty well, which uh, made me wonder what Bernard Hopkins was watching at a certain point. When I did see it on video, he was wondering where the body shots were. And uh, I was like, they're actually right in front of you, Bernard. They've been landing all night. <laughs> <laughs> Both, guys actually. Both guys actually went to the body pretty well, I thought. Um, even Jesse did a nice job there. And, um, of course, I got to say... The shot he wound up uh, going down with, you know, um, it was a you know, it was a good shot. You know, it landed clean. It was a good shot. Um, he did have the ankle injury in camp. Um, I can attest to that. Um, but it, I, I, you know what he should have done? and um, You know, somebody should have reminded him in the locker room to tape his ankle before he went out there. You know, just, yeah, as I've had ankle injuries before and I've gone into fights, I've always taped up my ankle before going out there. And I guess maybe Saddam hadn't taped his ankle. Um, you know, I didn't watch him put his socks on or whatnot, you know. But um, it's probably something that, you know, looking back, probably might have helped a little bit. When I, when I saw the fight live in front of me, I thought he was too hurt to continue. But when I saw the fight on TV later on, I really do think it was his ankle that it got stopped. He might have been able to get out of it, you know. Um, I think uh, he's, when you're moving to your left, you have to push off your right foot. And you can see him trying to move to his left, and he can't push off. Then when you're moving to your right, you have to land on your right foot. And he couldn't really land on his leg because it was hurt. Uh, I think uh, that kind of did it for him, you know. Um, but like Jesse definitely had him hurt. Um and he admits it, you know. Um and Jesse uh definitely landed a good shot and um you know, even Saddam landed his fair share of nice shots. Um I think at the end of one of the rounds he landed a nice combination, back Jesse up to the ropes. Uh, and that was actually the round with the with the corner. There was a there was actually a little bit of a melee in the in the corner at the end of round three or four, I don't remember. But when Saddam had a nice finish to the round and he's I got into an exchange, um and Jesse's up backs off to the ropes. The bell rings, and uh, the ref has to break us up, break the guys up. The bell rings, and I guess the inspector didn't hear the bell. So Saddam's coming to the corner, and we're trying to get in the ring, and the inspector's blocking everybody from getting in the ring. And we're like, dude, and he's like, not, not, he's, like, blocking us from getting in the ring. Saddam's sitting there standing up. He stood up for, like, 20 seconds, you know, when he should have already been in the stool. You only get a minute to rest. I mean, this is the problem here. When you go to commissions like D.C. or, or, or any of the, uh, one of these states who have a fight every two years, you know, they're just not used it's, to. It's a uh, common thing
2: that's not so common, yeah. uh, if that makes any sense. When you go to a fight town, New York, uh, California, Mm-hmm. um Vegas. Even mm-hmm. Texas is mm-hmm. corrupt as they fucking get, but mm-hmm. they have a lot of fights. Mm-hmm. They're they're experienced. Yeah. You go to D C they're pulling guys off the street. It seems like yeah. they have no fucking now, idea. I think the
0: ref came out of like a rehabilitation home.
2: He he's actually a good ref. He just was little mo yeah. with the gimpy like. Yeah, I, I don't And, and, and that's the thing. That. that was another
1: thing I didn't like. Bob uh, uh, Max Kellerman making like uh, the ref was against Jesse Vargas. He absolutely was not. When Saddam got dropped, he asked Jesse to go back to the neutral corner. Why? Because Saddam has to be stood up, and the eight count has to be done for Jesse to come out of the neutral corner. If you come out of the neutral corner before the eight count is done, the ref has to stop it and tell you to go back to the neutral corner. So uh, there, at no point did that the Ref actually mess up there when he when he when he halted the count when he, when he told Jesse to step back because Saddam has to be up ready to continue with the eight count done. There's a mandatory eight regardless once you get dropped. You have forty fights. Mm-hmm. The the ref
2: tells you in the locker room, in the case of a knockdown, you go, go to the, the furthest neutral corner. Yeah. Stay there until I tell you to come out. Yeah. If you come out before that, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stop, stop the count, the count and, it's and gonna tell you. you to go back and yeah. it's gonna hurt you. Yeah, of course. Go Every
1: on. ref tells you the same yeah. fucking rules. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, so I don't know what the criticism for the ref was in there. But honestly, um, wait,
2: but what did I tell you? Because you were, you were there, and mm-hmm. I told you watch the fight. To me, the commentary was so biased. It yeah. was so one-sided.
1: Yeah.
2: It was like like they were rooting for for Jesse. I gotta. Uh, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Max and and Jim Lampley. First of all, Jim Lampley, do me a favor. You got a hard enough time getting through the fucking day, you know. You could barely, you know, just just be exciting. Be the guy that do a play by play. Right, play by play. Guys got to do a play by play. Right, just do that. Yeah. you you're shouting out right hands that aren't land. They're landing for the other guy, and you're making yeah. like it's landing <laughs> for the. I mean. Jesus Christ <laughs> God.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah He, he did what point that fuck? out there was, a, there was a point Where they exchanged Right hands And Saddam landed his And Jesse missed his Right said, hand
2: by Vargas <laughs> Like what the <laughs> fuck Where <laughs> I, I rewinded it I'm like where Maybe
0: they don't like Paulie And they saw him there Maybe that's Paul. They definitely don't like I, me I, well, we know don't that, right? You <laughs> know that You <laughs> know that but you definitely know that That's
2: not Saddam's fault Right yeah, Can I say fuck HBO yeah. Fuck HBO I mean honestly okay. it's just It's just stupid man <laughs> Call the fight Right? All the here's, fight. here's the thing,
1: I mean, here's the thing. Oh.
2: and like even Bernard like he was saying I love Bernard I, I know Bernard for years you're you're actually trying to just say something yeah why yeah, can't you 70. just just watch what you see you' you've been a fighter for 30 years and call it like you see it. Oh, I'd like to see these guys go to the body. Is that what you think an intelligent veteran should say? Because they actually both just threw three body punches at each other. And then 20 seconds later, you say that you would like to see them throw to the body. So you actually don't make any sense in this instant. But you're just saying it because that sounds intelligent from a veteran? I mean, Probably I always wanted to talk, I guess. Right. You just want to be
0: heard. Yeah. Do you guys think Ali was uh, maybe not overconfident, but he thought he was going to take him out? Because I feel no. like Ali, from watching the fight, I feel like he took too many shots that he didn't need
1: to take. I thought Saddam. His defense could have been better. I thought the, 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 he could have had a better defense to the jab. I thought Jesse's jab really, um, Jesse jab j- really Jesse beat Saddam's jab. I thought Jesse's jab good. beat Saddam's jab, and I thought that was a real key in the fight um, because Saddam uh, eventually grew less confident in his jab, and Jesse was able to control more of the p- action and dictate the action. But I got to be honest, the round where Saddam gets dropped, he had actually had himself a pretty good round. The fight was very competitive. That's the that's the kind of um the. What makes me feel down about the fight. Saddam hadn't fought his best fight. He'd been off for 11 months. He, you know, finally could come into this fight and he's found a very tough opponent for being off for 11 months. And the fight was very competitive. The fight was there to be won. He'd land his own fair share of shots. And he hadn't even fought his best fight. You know, that's that's the... um, Saddam was making some mistakes that he doesn't even usually make. You know, Then he's making some mistakes that have to be, just be corrected in general that he does make uh, other times. But there was actually other mistakes that Saddam was making that he doesn't even usually make. So that was a disappointing thing. It was like the fight was there to be won. Jesse came very prepared. Jesse came good. Jesse came right. But The fight the fight was there to be won. The fight was still there to be won uh, up until that knockdown. You know what I'm saying? I mean, the fight was very competitive. I thought it was, you know, rounds were going back and forth. But like I said, I thought Saddam had just had himself a pretty good run. I was actually putting in my mind, like, okay, we got this one 10-9 because I'm trying to put the uh, calculate all the rounds and whatnot. Cause he got dropped after the 10 second tap, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so he was, he got, he got dropped like right as the round was about to end, you know. So I think he kind of relaxed a little. Yeah. He thought he won that round. And, and kudos to Jesse he, for saying he was that winning dropped. the round, yeah. right? I thought he had had himself a pretty good round. So the fight was about to hit the championship round soon and you're going to earn your money there. You're going to earn that's why you earn the world title in those late rounds and that's why you earn your money in those late rounds. And the fight was about to be get to that point where both guys were going to have to earn it because the fight was still up for grabs and then Jesse just ended it. So, you know, kudos to Vargas and uh I think Saddam will be back. I, I I I think uh like I said he didn't even show his best on Saturday night, but then uh, there's also things about him that, you know, he's going to improve and he will improve, you know. He, I, I think he's very hungry. You know, one thing the the, the the dejection that I find, because I've, I've lived it from both ends. I've lived it winning the world title, and I've lived it from losing big fights. And you don't want that dejection for somebody you care about. And, 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 and you know, a, a kid like Saddam, who is a, a really good person. You know what I'm saying? He's, he comes from a good family. Uh, he's a well-to-do kid. And, uh, you know, you just want to... Guys like that, you just want to see the best for them. You know, and you know him for a while. And, you know, the dejection in his face afterwards, you know, it kills you. You know, because... I for one will no, understand that dejection, and I for one understand the success of it. And I didn't want him to ha- feel that emotion after a big fight. But of course, when you go into these big fights, you arrive at that level. That particular night, you're gonna to either feel the the super high or the super low because you're right at the doorstep. You're either gonna get in, or you're, or you're gonna get the door slammed in your face at the door. You know, and you know, on Saturday night, the door got slammed. But I think Saddam won't go too far. I think he'll. You know, uh, I think he'll be able to come back and. Uh, you know, I, I I I do think Saddam still has world championship capabilities. I still do think Saddam has world championship possibilities. And I think he remains hungry. And, um, you know, I hope to see him uh, achieve that dream of a world title.
0: And that white class is good because there's a lot of no, good he, fights to have. Listen. One good fight, one more win, you get right back in it.
1: No,
2: he's, he's going to be a world champion. I, I don't doubt that for a second. But one thing I want to address, first of all, Max Kellerman has the audacity to sit there and say, well, it sounds like you're making an excuse. I don't like anybody that makes an excuse, right? But you he know. didn't really no, no, make an excuse. No, let me address the fucking issue. <laughs> and then people on Twitter, because I vouch for Saddam. Mm-hmm. Paulie's in his corner, so right away... Listen, I'll take the heat 100% for Saddam. He's my boy. I watched him grow up. These Twitter geeks, <clears throat> trolls as they call them, whatever the fuck you want to call these little lowlifes, half of them don't even have a picture up of themselves. Half of them never even been slapped before. Um they don't know what it's like to go through an eight week training camp. Ten week, ten week, twelve week. week. They don't know what it's like to spar three times a week, run on the days you spar at times, do strength training, um, diet while doing all this. It's grueling. It's it's a killer. And I don't know it from experience of doing it myself, but I've been in camps before. My best friend is a two time world champion. 16-year uh, professional career.
1: 15
2: Oh, I'm not that old. Well, <laughs> July will be 16 years. July's
1: 15. Jerk off. Oh, 15. What math I'm are you sorry. doing? That's
2: right, <laughs> why so I dropped Whatever. out of school. Yeah, exactly. These kids today. But, um, you know, I've been in the nitty-gritty with him, watching him go through this, and I've watched Saddam go through it. No fighter in Saddam's position, if he hurts his ankle, is going to say to the media, guys, just to let you know, I hurt my ankle. So if Saturday I lose, I hurt my ankle, all right? This is his first world title shot. Yeah, he's yeah. gonna go in there and fight his ass off with ankle. the hurt in- ankle or not. He's he's taken his opportunity that he's been waiting the his last whole life. well years. his whole life, but twenty years. since I'm he's boxing twenty. Years. No, but since he's been in this situation, eleven month layoff. Who's giving him step aside money? Who he's ranked number one for? But I'm saying, who's offering him? He's been ranked number one for how long? Ranked number two. There's always that opportunity where you could be called upon. He's been in this situation for the last two three years, um, like drooling at you know biting at the bit or whatever the fuck you want to call it. We got you for this opportunity. An ankle injury. He's not going to pull out, especially when you're a dog like also, Saddam is. And he also
1: said, you know, it didn't affect him until the knockdown.
2: So no, you know, but don't. but I I differ with Saddam on that because yeah. I'll tell you why.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He drops back in the corner in Jesse's corner and he slips.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Jesse drops back Around in that two. same corner mm-hmm. and doesn't slip. Mm-hmm. That shows you his ankle was tender. Yeah. Of okay? The the couple of times where he looked a little wobbly on his legs. Mm-hmm. That to me was his ankle. Mm-hmm. Okay? No one knows what it's like to be at this level with a fucked up ankle. Mm-hmm. No Twitter geek does. Max Kellerman doesn't. You know what I mean? So it's it's easy for them to judge at home. Say, oh, well, you know, that's an excuse. You know, it, it's just bullshit. Mm-hmm. He's not Manny Pacquiao who threw his right hook. 40 times. With the most... Power that he, every inch of power that he could possibly throw it a hundred times through 12 rounds, lose all 12 rounds and then say, Oh, my shoulder hurt. Oh, but I won the fight. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a different hey, wait, case. Yeah, Where'd your yeah, shoulder? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what, <laughs> uh, gonna, what point? We couldn't, sure couldn't, you sure couldn't fucking, we couldn't tell <laughs> the way you were it. I thought, like I said with, with your brother, I thought he overtrained because he looked like something so was bothering his legs. So I it's, said it during the
1: fight. No, no, no. I,
2: And then he says he hurt his ankle. Me and his brother looked at each other like, oh, shit. While we're sitting here drinking fucking beers from the Keggerita. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, fuck Max Kellerman. He has nothing to be ashamed of. It was a good fight. and But I don't like the dig. I don't oh, think- and he made the crowd like boo. Boo Saddam, yeah. Because they were little boos.
0: Yeah, There's always going to be little boos I from said, fans. I didn't know Saddam, but I watched his interview and stuff. He's got a great personality. He, yeah. He's a smartest very, very, very humble kid. Very humble kid. but he also, has, he also has some character though too. So yeah. it's, 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 it's like, entertainment. He has an entertainment value too. yeah. So it's all gonna no, be so good so for Dom him. So Dom wants to be a
1: champion. Yeah, I mean, pe- you know, you you have to have a bit of a chip once you get in that ring. There's nothing.
0: No, don't worry about the booze. The booze, the booze, turn to dollars. Ask Floyd. Right. You know? So he'll
1: be fine. Yeah. So you know, I think the bottom line is that I don't know the fight was still a uh, competitive at, uh, one. I think it was way better than the main event turned out to be. Oh, well, I was I mean, gonna it say ma- made the whole show. Shouldn't that have been the main event? Of course. I mean, people yeah, criticized. That was a, crazy. That was a low life. People that main criticized.
2: Was horrible. People criticized Showtime and PBC. So so HBO, what have we come to? Your main events consist of Triple G fighting people that no one knows.
0: Kovalev Uh, fighting uh, Pascal.
2: Kovalov fighting Pascal twice and other people we don't know about. And now you got Luis Ortiz, who I'm a big fan of. I think he's phenomenal. But you can't get anyone to fight him either. So okay. we put him with Tony yeah. Touch of Sleep Thompson, who fails the drug test twice in his yeah. group. Ortiz, too, failed the drug test. But, right, right. So, so let's just put them all <laughs> Two guys that
1: have failed really? tests in the drug uh, test. What are their mind.
2: ratings? Uh, I'm sorry.
0: Is it, is it fair to blame HBO for that, though?
2: Well, why are you putting that as the main event?
0: What do you mean? Yeah, well, because Ortiz, they wanted to make him an attraction. You know, Mike Tyson used to fight no-name guys, too, and he was the, the main event, and he was an attraction. Not, he's when, Mike he, not, not when he was
1: contending for world titles. <laughs> he's Mike Tyson. <laughs> Mike he Tyson was, was a mystique because you know he he was an attraction right away. But you know, right. of course, he had to fight the, the the regular base opposition early on. He was just you know people were excited about him right away. But Mike Tyson, when he was up the top of the sport, was fighting top guys. Of course. No, I'm saying
0: coming up though, he also you know, know. He, he fought on
1: HBO. About. You're going to fight HBO level opponents. You know, but you're no, supposed to anyway.
0: You guys tell me. It sounds like nobody wants to fight Ortiz, right? Well, to fight.
2: to me, listen, he's a Cuban lefty. He's gonna, yeah he he's he's got it all to me. You gotta, yeah, yeah you gotta, he's gonna be a mandatory. Yeah, he's
1: got Ustinov next. Uh, the Russian guy about Ustinov, like a big Russian uh, from Germany. I think he handles Ustinov. You know, I know. He's I good. know.
0: Pete wants to see Tyson Fury get knocked on his ass. I can I can imagine Ortiz doing that. Yeah.
2: That's a
1: fact. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, <laughs> so back to uh, you know. So we got, Speaking we, of
2: Tyson Fury, mm-hmm. he said uh, he said no Irishman mm-hmm. would tap
1: out. I know, but I'm still on the, oh, on the boxing. box. I'm sorry. We'll get to yeah, the sorry. UFC. We'll sorry. get to the UFC, oh, know, I, was cool. yeah, I was excited. Yeah, It beat Slow
0: Your Roll. Pete, Pete, well, Pete well, was yeah. hyped that night. No. Pete was really Listen. hyper for the UFC. Nah, I was actually going to make a point because
1: when we talked about Touch of Sleep, Thompson. He's so not so Touch f- of Sleep, though, is he? Yeah. DeVar Wilson was Touch of Sleep. Oh, that's. What the that's fuck are so you talking about? Oh, dude? he was. Tiger. Tony the Tiger. Tiger. Where'd you get Touch of uh, Sleep? I don't know. Do yeah, I mean, like? you think yeah. Devaro and uh, Tony two, Thompson do yeah. look alike? Yeah, no. <laughs> so, so anyway, so Tony Thompson and uh, Ortiz were the main event. I think it was uh, left a lot to be desired. Uh, both guys have failed steroid tests. You know who did fail a steroid test recently? Marie Sharapova. 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 Boom. All right, but now you're not. You're leaving boxing. No, so. but I'm. I'm trying to make Bring a point it back. because okay, that's how we got to connect the dots. Uh, you know, we went right. from the. We guys failed drug tests. We can't just go to a failed drug test from from Conor McGregor and Tyson Fury. there's, there's nothing to connect the dots. You know. So we're gonna connect the dots and then we're gonna move on to the UFC. No, he brought up it, Tyson Polly. Hey, Paulie, Can you connect the dots for us? Connect, <laughs> <you know. laughs> if Peter as long as Peter's not helping me out, we're gonna connect the dots. <laughs> anyway, so Marie Sharopa will fill the drug test over the weekend and um you know, I'm always very opinionated on this uh drug testing stuff. Um she and she's not over the weekend. She failed during the Australian Open. She just came clean before the I guess the official announcement. She wanted to Ooh, let everybody she came know. clean. Well, because because they had already caught her, so it was going to be announced. So she I guess she wanted to be the one to announce it first. You know, she wanted to do it in a professional way. Um, here's my here's what I the, the more the older I get, and people are going to call it, say I'm a cynical person, and people are going to say you know the usual bullshit because nobody actually wants to believe anybody's on steroids until they get caught. You know, um, and then when they get caught, they act all surprised. And I've always said, if you want to see Superman, you go to a comic book store. If you, uh, if you really think any superhuman exists, you're a fucking gullible mental midget as they come, you know? <laughs> so Maria Sharapova failed. And I, I know, and of course, I had already been thinking this even before hearing about the Maria Sharapova failure, failing drug test. And I, I started to see, see my athletic peers through the years, and I started to see boxing in general and just all the sports in general. And you start to realize something there are cheaters in every sport most of them do not get caught. Some do, most of them do not get caught. But if there are cheaters in every sport and most do not get caught, do you really think the very, very tippity top of all the sports are clean? Like the most elite athletes on any sport? Because that would mean, that would mean the cheaters that aren't getting caught are actually not doing as good as the clean athletes. So if you really think your heroes are clean, And I hate to fucking say it this way, but. Hate to burst your bubble. Hate to burst your bubble? You fucking drunk. You're starting to realize, like Maria Sharapova, for example, you think she's the only not not clean tennis player? You really? You really think? (laughs) Not that I needed to see Maria Sharapova fail to fucking think she was cheating. You know, because I, I, like I said, I've already been coming to this conclusion where the top of all the, there's athletes that cheat in every sport. Most of them do not get caught. Some do. Most of them do not get caught. So that would mean if they're cheating, they're at the top. Because again, Listen to me very carefully. The clean guys are not going to beat the dirty guys. This isn't a Rocky movie where Drago was shooting steroids and then Rocky trained for him to <laughs> beat him because he moved on a bunch of boulders on the mountains. That's in the movies, guys. Don't be that gullible now.
2: Rocky okay. had a
0: lot
1: of heart, though. He did have a lot of heart. He also <laughs> should have should have got his head knocked so hard he should have been back in uh, New York from he, Russia. He was Literally. also on <laughs> Sheep. that guy was on steroids. <laughs> he, he, he was, was on, on sheep's, sheep's embryo, embryo as well. Yeah. yeah, but whatever it was. <laughs> what I'm saying is, it's an unfortunate thing, and this was. I don't remember. I remember thinking, you know, this is what really. Killed it for me, you know what I mean. When you start to really start to really dawn on you, and you're like, "What do you do?" Like, well, you know, I, I feel like a lot of guys in the coming generations are gonna have tough choices because I think sports are getting more and more dirty, you know. And, and it's and it's unfortunate because you're putting people in a position that might not want to cheat to cheat, you know. Like, I, I'm I'm actually glad I'm 35 years old and I'm on the way out. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, I'm actually glad I don't have to even come up with that, you know, that situation where it's like. Man, what do I do now? You know what I mean? Do I do, do I do I really have to make this tough choice? And it's um, it's frustrating as an athlete, and it's f- frustrating as a fan. Even I mean, or you can just be like most fans and just be gullible and just pretend everything's well, but nice, saying, and saying nice and saying easy. saying that you're
2: saying that you're thirty five, do you do you kind of feel bad for a kid that's in the amateurs coming up now? Yeah,
1: and uh, yeah, as far as boxing, yeah, absolutely. I feel bad for any young guys coming up in general. Um, in, in any boxing, sport. boxing,
2: they're getting punched in the fucking head. Yeah, so but, obviously.
1: but either way, you got to make a fucking living. You're missing the point. You got to make a living. You, if you want to make a living in baseball, if you want to make a living in fo- Actually, baseball is probably the one that's come down the strongest on drug testing. Yep. If you want to make a living in tennis, you want to make a living in football, you want to make a living in anything, you're going to get cut from the team, dude. You're not going to make, or in tennis, you're not going to make the Australian Open. You're not going to make the U.S. Open. Or if you make it, you're not going to go deep into the tournament. You got to, in order to keep up with these animals who are putting animal drugs into themselves... There is no way you can be clean and keep up with an animal. There's no way. You know what I'm saying? And that's my opinion of all this is, unfortunately, if you really, really use common sense, and like I said, do you really think the clean guys are beating the dirty guys, you're probably a lot dumber than you think if you think that's true.
0: Well, and also, you know, baseball is a perfect example. It went from 50, 60 home yeah, runs and It's back down and to
1: 30 home runs again Yeah, because but that yeah. It took That's a lot true. of It took a lot It took a big effort It yeah. took a big but effort They yep. did it And then No did. other sport makes that effort It took a right. huge effort nah, Baseball, no baseball
0: tried really hard on yeah. the. baseball
1: You gotta give kudos but, to baseball
2: uh, Yeah, but baseball's be- a little a Baseball, baseball little liked it though right, They right, liked right, it though right, right, When it was happening They liked it They loved it I
1: brought the attractions I gotta be honest If you were watching the Maguire thing Because I was 17 And I realized it At sixteen, seventeen, 16, 17 The Maguire, 98 year When he hit the 70 Him and Sosa were in that home run race They were humongous 17 years old I realized they were dirty well, I, I, shame on you you stupid mother! any stupid motherfuckers out there that actually bought into that whole thing that thought they were really watching a real home run race between two natural guys And they, both on. of them were beating Roger Maris' record really two guys nobody bought it in 30 years now two guys are beating him in the same year when well, you're 17 18. I was 17 and I realized it already I used, knew, to to, I used to tell my uncle these guys are so dirty it's fucking unbelievable but you knew you guys you stupid right? bastards if I realized it as a naive 17 year old how sh- how shameful how disgraceful! must has to, have to, has to feel to being a, a stupid fucking adult who thought you were watching a legitimate home run race you stupid uh, fucks uh, and that's my problem with uh, athlete sports fans today because you could put more pressure on the athletes you could put more pressure on the organizations on the leagues in general to make more stringent drug testing and so you choose to be fucking gullible idiots and so you know what nobody wants to make an effort Look at the UFC for the weekend. Let's go into the UFC. And that's how we're going to connect the dots.
0: I was going to say, I was in the high school in the 80s. I'm a little older than you Mm -hmm. guys. There was guys in my high school juicing then. I mean, come on. I remember that. I remember my high school too. These guys remember they were skinny one week and like three months later, they had lats like this fucking bat, like a wingspan. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. come on. Do
2: you feel bad for Jose Canseco? He, He was like... Know, knowing, know, knowingly juicing when he never broke a record. Yeah, right. <laughs> first, like, that's horrible. <laughs> he was the first 40 40-40 guy.
0: Yeah. I hear you. He was the first 40-40 yeah, guy.
2: Yeah, he should have joined the club with G Z. <laughs> 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 he was he had some good
1: years. He was a good <laughs> right, 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 player. Right. He was the Bash brothers. Yeah, and then he ratted everybody out. Well the other guys so, yeah, had better Speaking juice. Speaking of now, we're gonna start, we're gonna connect the dots. Yeah, Here we talk about connecting connect the, the, dots. the dots. We go to a sport with UFC, another sport that has actually made the effort. With year-round random drug testing for their fighters, for their athletes. Another sport that I made a big effort. We talk about baseball making a big effort, unlike a lot of sports. UFC's also made a big effort. Uh, in the mixed martial arts world, in the combat sports world, in sports in general. Dana White's made it. And I don't agree with most of what Dana White does. But <laughs> ra- mandatory random drug testing for all the athletes in all on all the UFC. Random drug testing all year round by USADA. And you... Uh, you're, su- you're subject to it, so automatically, if you're subject to rear around random drug testing, go ahead.
2: If I was Dana White, you know who I wouldn't agree with? Well. His matchmaker. <laughs> no,
1: no, because this is the thing. You guys are missing the point again. This is the thing. This is the thing. We're gonna get into Conor McGregor now. Conor McGregor thinks he's gonna go up two weight classes and beat Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz, who takes the fight on two weeks' notice, he's a pretty good fighter, wasn't really in shape. Two weeks' notice. Um, goes up two weight classes to take on Nate, uh, Nate Diaz. And here's the thing about Dana White that he's done one of the genius things that he's done. He's made the UFC the brand. So they're not highly dependent on one particular name. Unlike uh, boxing where top rank was highly dependent on, on Manny Pacquiao winning. Or... Uh, or uh, Golden Boy's highly dependent on Canelo Alvarez winning. Or back in the day, Top Rank was highly dependent on Oscar De La Hoya winning. Or else the company you know, would really be m- missing a lot of dollars. The UFC has done a good job of marketing their brand. So anybody can get beat and they'll maybe lose some value. Like over the weekend, I'm sure they took a good hit. But you're not, you're, your core value remains strong because the UFC as a brand. is a strong brand. That's one thing they've done that's very well that boxing has not been able to follow that model. Because boxing has all these different uh, federations and all other. Well, the UFC brand is the strong. Is maintains its stability regardless of a crazy weekend where Holly Holm, the girl that just choked out Ronda Rousey, gets choked out herself. I mean, she gets knocked out. Ronda Rousey gets choked out herself, and then Conor McGregor gets choked out. Conor McGregor, boxing is like UFC. But what I'm saying is, you don't turn a blind fucking eye to the drug testing just because your biggest star might be cheating. Okay, like boxing. Uh, <coughs> top rank <coughs> Manny Pacquiao uh, you know but that's the problem no no listen to me yeah. hold on one second Seth. that's the problem now now you got a fucking clean athlete like Conor McGregor clean athlete like Conor McGregor he's the man in, in the UFC he can fight his ass off actually he can fight his ass off he's a great fighter but nature is nature he's, okay nature is nature did you say he's a great fighter? Conor McGregor did you watch him? very smooth very he's you know he's a great fighter? Yes, G R E A T, great, yeah. yeah. Great. He's far from great, buddy. Yeah. Conor McGregor can fight. He's far from great. Okay. He's what? Gonna... He's great
2: at throwing his hands. He's very smooth. He, it's called very, MMA, very buddy. Smooth. It's very, called MMA. Very smooth. He's far from great, actually. Okay, okay. whatever it is. So, yeah, yeah, no, correct yourself because he's yeah. far from great. Oh. I, I think he's great. I think he's, he's, great, great I he right. he's great at stand up. He's great yeah. at stand up. You said the same thing about the girls with Ronda Rousey that she's good at one thing. He's good at one thing. It's MMA, buddy. No, he's MMA. actually smooth with his hands and with his feet, though. Too. I hear you. Like I hear you. That's one aspect.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Because he,
2: he almost got choked out against the fucking
1: guy before he beat out, though. Yeah. All yeah. right. Oh, so with, uh, Mendes. Right. Yeah. Okay. He almost got choked out. Yeah. Okay. Fine. His his ground game could be a little bit uh, more sturdy. But regardless, anybody in his weight class, he beats them. That the, that's the fucking point I'm making here, guys. It, the guy's great because in UFC, he's a top dog in his weight class. That's it. Nobody's touching him in his weight class. You can get me anybody you want. You know, I mean? I'm a big Frank Edgar fan. Frank was not beating uh not beating Conor McGregor either. Okay? I think he does. I don't think he does. So, But it, I like to see the fight. I like yeah, yeah, the no, It's I like a great the fight. fight. You know. Regardless, he moves up to weight classes, Fene Diaz. And I got people on Twitter t- hitting me up. Oh, what do you think of Con's move now? It doesn't it's sound so stupid. Oh, everybody's... No, dude. Unless you are fucking taking steroids, you cannot just disrespect weight classes this way. And in a sport where they force year-round random drug testing, you saw Conor McGregor dominate round one against Nate Diaz because the talent will get you far early in the fight. But then as the fight wears on, the size of the next man. Oh Bruno. The size of the next man will take well, will 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 No use sir. All right, whatever. The size of the, the The size of the next man will start to take a physical toll on you. In round two, McGregor starting fatiguing more. He's got to work harder because you got to keep a bigger man off you. Just like in boxing, the more weight classes you move up, you have to work harder to keep the bigger men off of you. You have to, because you're not, your punching power is now not as respectable as the guys are used to fighting. Okay? You have to work harder. Okay? If you're carrying around that punching power, if, you, if, if you're working harder and not getting fatigued, odds are, you're probably on something. Conor McGregor, we know, was not on something because in UFC, they year-round random drug test. You know what happened to Conor fucking McGregor? In round two, he was exhausted, and he got choked the fuck out, okay? <laughs> That's what happened. That's why you didn't see the all-time greats from the 80s and whatever, 70s, like, you know, just jumping weight classes. They used to jump them a little bit at a time, nice and easy. If you grew into the next weight class, okay, if you didn't grow into the next weight class, even if you grow into the next weight class, you're still at a disadvantage. But if you, if you don't grow into the next weight class and you, cho- you make the choice to jump up a weight, you're even more at a disadvantage. So you got to use extra skills, and, and it's going to be that much more difficult. But go ahead. I
0: was going to say shout out to Roberto Duran when 35-47 beat Leonard.
1: That was pretty nice. Yes, yes. That was impressive. Yeah, very he did. Impressive. Yeah, very impressive. Yes, yeah. very impressive. Uh, and again, you got the guy's a legend for a reason, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? The guy's a legend for a reason. Granted, he lost the rematch, but the guy's a legend for a reason. But look, look at what Duran had to go through, though. At 54, he got knocked out cold by Tommy Hearns. It's the, it's also the resiliency you have to respect of, of Roberto Duran because there's a risk involved in moving up those weight classes. You know what I'm saying? Wolf of Benitez boxes his ears off. You know what I mean? Like, there's a, there's a risk because you're working out twice as hard to, to jump up those weight classes and beat those guys. You know what I mean? You, the things that were working at the lighter weights will continue to work, but now you have to do them tenfold. You have to do them at a much higher pace, at a, at a much more difficult uh, way to do them. You know what I'm saying? Because the size of the next man will physically de- debilitate you. Ahead, P, you want to say something? No, I was going to say even
2: size-wise, because he is a clean fighter, the, the punch that he got hit with in the second round, if he was... Taken something, he probably would have been able to withstand it. Yeah, of course. He got buzzed course, Yeah, yeah he got buzz. But and I, I
1: give Conor McGregor credit. I'm still a Conor McGregor fan. Dude, you know what? I
2: wasn't. But he was very humble in defeat. No, he's a mm-hmm.
1: man, dude. I, I, he's a guy, cool
2: dude. He's a cool dude. He, he's got he, he, a great quote. He came I, from the guy, poverty. The guy. The
1: guy yeah. Like the that. guy. The guy was a UFC stud. He's still a UFC stud. But that's what I'm saying about Dana White. Doesn't care about the UFC stud. Let's 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 um. You, you're full of shit, dude. What?
2: <laughs> Listen. Holly Holm and Conor McGregor lost in one pay-per-view. If you're Dana White... You're that's sick. sick fucking your sucks. Yes. It sucks. Because now what's going to happen, I'll predict the future for you. Ronda's going to beat the girl. Ronda's going to fight Misha Tate for a third time. Yeah, they had good fights. is competitive. They did. But everybody wants to see Ronda versus Holly Holm. And that's, that's what they want to see. So Let now run. they have to wait
1: for it. That's it's going to happen. And what it, I'm it, saying it, is the brand, the UFC brand, still stays course, strong, though, dude. Course. No matter what. That's the way he's designed it. Of course. You can
2: have And fun. Connor can go back down. Yes. And fight Frankie Edgar, which would be great. Yes, exactly. Or
1: the guy that pulled out. Yeah, exactly.
2: Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think he
1: fights Dos Anjos. See, I don't. I don't think he should fight Dos now. I I, 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 was already having my doubts about the Dos fight, fight. Yo, he said. Having, you the know only reason said? I was, I was thinking might be Diaz because I thought Diaz is going to be way out of shape. Diaz is going to be so out of shape he might get get tired. He's actually in great shape. Yeah, he he wasn't was in great shape. He was tired himself. He said it after the fight. But, but. He was so big, that it and it still made it. And he's
0: a
2: veteran, too. He knew how to pace
1: himself. No, he himself. said he was yeah.
2: training for a triathlon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these yeah. guys are so random, <laughs> dude. I love
1: it. <laughs> While well, he's smoking shot. a yeah. That, right? Yeah, he's
0: <laughs> out of his mind, though. Paul, you're comparing UFC to <laughs> boxing. You said UFC's a brand. And that's the problem. Boxing's not Boxing's a brand. Not brand. And PBC
1: yeah. tries trying to do that. You know, everybody shits on it. But PBC, that's what PBC was trying, is to build a, a big brand so that no matter... Who, eventually, when PBC makes these big fights, no matter who gets beat and who doesn't you know, the brand stays strong and people will continue to follow the brand. But fucking boxing fans are like rockheads, dude. You know what I'm saying? And the, they just they just don't... They, I don't know, man. It's a different culture. It's a different they culture they get on HBO and Showtime with the PBC or that yeah. won't work. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll see where that goes this year. But regardless of the fact is, I respect to Conor McGregor. Shout out to Conor McGregor at, at Notorious MMA. You know what? was... He went for it clean, dude. You know the balls you gotta have? Yeah, you know what? That's Tyson Fury said a, an Irishman would never, never. I know, tap but Tyson out. Fury's <laughs> never been in a position to tap out. Like, right, you know, right. you ever been in an armbar? bar? I have. My, my brother does brown belt jiu jitsu. You ever been in a chokehold?
2: Oh. Your Your brother was teaching those moves the other yeah, night. You,
1: you gotta kinda tap out, you kinda have no choice. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, your, yeah. your brother said Misha Tate made it made it a mistake. And yeah. that Holly Holm, yeah. if she was more... She could have counted it. Well-rounded, could have counted oh, it. Oh, yeah. She was winning oh, the fight, though, and... too, right? Yeah, of course. Holly. Holly. She was winning the whole fight. Yeah, well, went... well she had a close. bad round, but it no, wasn't cool anyway. No, 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 but the the third round where... Um, She's Holly was down for no, second, three, round. second round where yeah. she was down for three minutes mm-hmm. that's like equivalent to getting knocked down in boxing so that was actually a 10-8 yeah, right? was, which is she fair she won the other three rounds Right, but that kind of makes it close on the scorecard. Yeah. So and she was
1: winning the last round. Yeah, yeah. I mean, now, she she would have won the fight. Ronda takes care Holly of business
0: Rome. against Misha, and then it's still a
2: huge fight, her and Holm. Still a
1: big it fight. It is, yeah. it is.
2: It just procrastinates yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Of course.
1: But yeah. hey, that's the buildup. That's why UFC sells. Like, you don't I, don't now. I hope like Misha Angela. wins. Misha like. wins and fights Holm again. Holm deserves a rematch. Uh, yeah. i got to be honest. Oh. I didn't think Holm was that impressive in her fight in UFC before the Ronda Rousey fight. So. You know, Holm was a decent female boxer, but I have seen a lot of female boxers that were better than her. You know, she's got uh, heart. In, in boxing, she just sold a, oh, lot. She's got a she lot. lot. She sold got a lot of tickets in Albuquerque, so you know they they took care of her. But she was always a solid fighter. But I had seen a lot of female fighters better than Holly Holm. You know, but of course, you know you're rooting for her because she's a, she's in boxing. She comes from boxing. But you know, haven't seen her first uh, UFC fight. I, I didn't. I wasn't very impressed at all. I, I I thought it was a little more competitive than it needed to be. I thought she had a very tough time. But she all when, when the way she beat Ronda Rousey, what she did was she exposed Ronda for having only uh, a ground game. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, now you force Ronda to go get out, go, get, go get back to work, go back to the drawing board, and, you know, try to improve some of your more other skills. You know, and that's what happens. Sometimes taking a loss forces you to improve, or maybe you don't realize you have to improve, you know? So, hey, it's all competition, and that's what makes sports great, you know? That's what makes combat sports and makes any sports, you know? She's going to be a big favorite against Misha, and Misha has a shot to win that fight. Against Ronda? Yeah, she's got a shot. Uh... I was at their last fight. That was the New Year's Eve card winner. Just, when, uh, just to, when, uh, that was when Silver broke his leg. No? Yeah, yeah, I was at that yeah. fight. Just, just for the th- record, I bet Nate. So yeah, he did. I, mean, I, I, I witnessed he did. Pete <laughs> bet Nate, and why did Pete bet Nate? Because weight classes matter. And That's, That's why Pete bet Nate. And he, and, uh, he was, was doing backflips that yeah. night. Yeah, uh, some you, one, three, one, something like that. Three to one. Yeah. My
2: nephew is is eleven. He's like he comes over with my brother. Like I said, we had a fight party, and he's like. Oh, he sends me he sends me a picture of, of Conor McGregor at his last weigh-in, and then of this weigh-in, and you could tell he's fully hydrated at the weigh-in. As opposed to the last weigh-in, where he's dry to the bone. He looks like a heroin addict. <laughs> I said, Mikey, you got an-? and I'm telling my father-in-law too. They're like, he looks great. I'm like, no, he looks normal. You're supposed to. You're supposed to look dry.
1: Yeah, because you're- I
2: said, Nate is going to go off that scale and gain weight. He's not.
1: He's at his walk-around weight. And the physicality will... It's, he's not going And gonna, unless you're on something, the physicality right. will break you down. I said, Mikey... Because he, it's not a 10-second f- street fight. It's a fucking five-round... I said, Mikey, he's going to
2: lose. And he's like, P- Uncle Pete, you're crazy. My brother, Rosario's like, Mikey, tell Uncle Pete to stick to boxing. You know, he doesn't know MMA like he he knows boxing. I said, Okay. Pay that. me. Yeah. Exactly. And it, <laughs> they didn't get to watch the UFC with us because we were watching Saddam first. And they, they had to go to Jersey. My nephew had a championship uh, soccer the, game.
0: And the fight went off at like 2 in the morning anyway. Right, right. Jesus so Christ. My
2: nephew had to get home and get, get to bed. But he watched it the next day and he, he texted me and he's like, good call, Uncle Pete. Like, And I said, because he's half Irish, I said, the little fucking shamrock's going down. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, no, I respect Conor. Conor took a <laughs> yeah, chance bro. that a lot of people won't. But what I'm saying think. is it's
1: also the the critics and the fans and everything. You, 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 because you're so gullible uh, with England? steroids, you you start to have this expectancy from everyone. Right. You know? And so these sometimes these athletes, you know, like Conor bite off more than they can chew because they want to make you happy and they want to they say, "You know what? Everybody can do it. We can do it. We No, dude. At a certain point, you're only human. You're only human. You have to respect weight. Conor McGregor, I, I think is a very talented guy. I think he'll do great in his own weight class. Possibly he can compete at 155. I don't. I wasn't even convinced of the Dos Anjos fight. Honestly, Dos Anjos, what he did to Anthony Showtime Pettis, bro, that was a, that was rough, bro. That dude is rough himself. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, it's it, that would have been a very tough fight in, uh, between those two as well. I think Conor should just go back down and fight like a Frankie Edgar and keep his own weight class right now. And you know, yeah, because anybody that be, gets it to the ground just keep giving us
2: great quotes? Think about it. Anybody that gets it to the ground or even yeah. lasts a round.
1: You yeah, gotta start listen. to think. Yeah, but nah, I mean, he won't get as tired fighting stand-up for a full fight with uh, with a guy his own weight. You know, the the, well, the reason aggressive. the stand-up made him tired. Yeah, no, but the but reason... He's it, aggressive. I hear you, but also it's because Nate was still standing up despite taking those shots, you know what I mean? Like, oh, but look at his fights. His fights are... One round because he's he's oh, a- when'd you see all his fights? You've seen the guy three times. What the fuck are you talking about? This fights are one round, but you watch the guy three times, you watch him his whole career. How do you know his fights are all one round? What I'm saying is, if it goes his weight class, the guy trains like an animal, he's in shape, he can go five rounds. You know, and it goes his way because he probably has a better chance of avoiding the ground game. As you're as you fighting bigger guys, they're going to walk through you. They're going to force you. They're gonna, He actually attacked Nate because he was so tired. Remember? Right. He was so tired. and He was buzzed. He said, let me just go at Nate. You know what I mean? Because he's, he didn't have the legs to continue going back. But that's right. the size of Nate continuing to stalk him and make him work. What I'm a saying guy his is size is not going to force him to work as at hard. At the
2: elite level. You're not going to be able to sit there and just and just stand up for 5 rounds. Nah, you know what I'm I saying? No, I
1: don't know. You work on your sprawls. Chuck Liddell did it for yeah, a Yeah, that, that was a long time ago, like uh, we discussed. Yeah. I it's know. evolved. I, if you work on enough sprawls, oh, I'm sure Connor will continue to get better. Listen, Connor stand up is very oh, very creative. You so know what I like? It's not he's just so a regular so stand up guy. His kicks come right out of nowhere, his punches come out of nowhere, his oh, you elbows start like? out of nowhere. So it's cocky. a lot to deal
2: with in a stand up. He's so cocky and confident. He throws hellacious punches at a shop. And he throws counters. And he's fainting. Yeah. he's fainting. He throws
1: counters. He's got balls. But you see the spins <laughs> he that he does? does counter uppercuts. There's a, like a pair of balls on him. Yeah, but you see like the, the like the fainty, like, like yeah. the fake elbow and then the roundhouse kick or something. Yeah. He's very creative, bro. That's not just a regular stand-up. He's, smart in, he's smart in there. He's yeah. very smart in there. He's good. And I look forward to watching him again. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. You know what I mean? If, if, if I mean, he was a little... A little Brush, I, uh, I love that, though, yeah, bro. Come you're on. You're Why do we love
2: not see my come man on. everybody? No, but you're calling out Floyd Mayweather. Right? Yeah, yeah. Go of on. course. Why
0: that not? was a little much. That's stupid. You to lose. He went the publicity, he though. Just,
2: he just got his third loss. Floyd's still 49-0. and 0. So,
1: You look mate, like a but, dumbass. But
2: Floyd needs a new challenge. Maybe he'll come to the what UFC. What challenge?
1: No, no, no. Hey, uh, no boxer can beat an MMA fighter. No MMA fighter can beat a boxer in the ring. No boxer is going to beat an MMA fighter in the cage. I mean... There's two different realms in there, you know what I'm saying? You got
2: nothing to lose calling him out, though. Of course. Yeah, he got himself famous. The way he's talking, you just you just became rich, signing a fight with me, Nate. You can thank me now. You just became rich. <laughs> he became rich by mentioning Floyd Mayweather. That's all he was is that, doing. Is that how he talks?
1: Yeah. That
0: was, actually, <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was actually good. Dude. Honestly, that was really good. I
1: wonder what our fans think at home. You know, you always do the British accent. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder, our fans, I want to know what... Hit up Peter Card's... p With a card, Z. Now, don't hit up Peter Card with singular. Peter Card's uh, plural. Let them know what you think of his Conor McGregor, uh. Uh, his Conor McGregor imitation, his Irish accent. How's was Peter that, Peter Card's Irish accent. That was pretty good. I thought that, but was I'm, pretty not, a, good I'm not. I'm not an expert. I'm sure we got some Irish fans on on Twitter that can. I'm a savage, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> but just because I'm complimenting you doesn't mean anything. I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not Irish. Right. We're not Irish. If, yeah, I want to see what the Irish fans on Twitter have to say. Okay. Yeah. 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 So what do we got coming up? This weekend we got Zab Judah comes back. Zab Judah making his yeah, comeback. Hasn't, he hasn't is fought he, since uh, he on TV? CBS Sports CBS, Network. Yeah. yeah, Zab. Boom. Keep Brooklyn. it in the house. Brooklyn. CBS, yeah, baby. Yeah. So, yeah, she hasn't fought in a couple of years. She, she hasn't, hasn't fought, since, fought since you fought you. Yeah, so he's coming back. Good he was Zab. supposed to come back a couple of times. 76
2: years old? Yeah,
1: a little on the old side, yeah. Um, so Zab is fighting. Um, anything else? So oh, not a lot of boxing this weekend, right? And I'm looking. It's not. It, looks it was uh, supposed to have boxing.
2: Oh no, you, we we have boxing. Oh, we have sparring.
1: Oh, we have sparring. Sean Porter and and yeah. and uh, um, Leonardo Tyner are doing something. Is this unprecedented? I want to call it unprecedented. An this, exhibition match. I know. Not an exhibition match is not unprecedented, but a sparring session, like full out headgear, full out 16 ounce and gloves, and they're
2: showing this on.
1: I love on the BBC Premier boxing champion. I love
2: BBC website, but they're showing this on the website. Yeah. yeah, Sean Porter headgear. Sean Porter gloves. doesn't get views for his own fights. No, no,
1: come on, don't come on. Something. No, it's the truth. The guy doesn't sell. Okay, but we got. So what, he's, what I'm trying he's, to figure he's, out. He's having a sparring session. Yeah, because they're gonna do an official weigh in, but then again, there's a weigh in for a sparring. But session. then they're doing 16 ounce gloves and a headgear, so it's a sparring session. So you get to watch him smother himself with headgear too, for 12 rounds. For 12 rounds. But they're gonna do a weigh-in. They're gonna have round card girls. Are they paying? Are they people gonna since pay to watch this? Since when does
2: PBC do have round card
1: girls? Yeah, P- they figure
0: that's a fact. They figure that they figure since they're it's trying to draw more and and it's water,
1: <laughs> but what, we, Let's throw in round card girls. What, but what about? Uh, are they uh, they gonna have a crowd? As they said too, is is are people gonna pay to watch this or are they, is he just letting anybody? Would like I wouldn't pay a penny to watch that. No, what? but like on the gym when you watch sparring wars, gym wars, you if you were in the gym, you just got some yeah, time, you got some exactly. nice gym wars, but. You know, that Who the whole the point is they're free, though. That's they're, a good idea for a reality show, Jim Wars. I like that. Oh, That's a good shit. ring to it. Back in the day, <laughs> Old Gleason's or Wildcard on the sparring days when I was training gym. there, oh, it's got a good ring to it. Prom Jim, I'm sure was like that. Oh man, it's a great name for a show, Jim. Yeah, Definitely not going to be this Saturday. <laughs> 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 no. no, it's tomorrow night, Friday. It's tomorrow? Yeah, no, what's that? Yeah. No, I thought uh, it today's was Saturday. Wednesday. Today's Friday. It's on Friday. Oh, it's Friday. Friday. Oh, they can't compete with Zeb. I was still on TV. Yeah. Right.
2: He's, he's in a real that? fight. They can't compete with me playing a game of gin against Nikki with the Keggerator. With the Keggerator, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, wait a second. What? The Keggerator. <laughs> right. That's more exciting than than uh, Sean Porter's. Whose
1: idea is that I can't see. I can't see Al Heyman. I'm gonna come up with that idea. I really can't. I'm going That's with Kenny the, Porter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you think? Yeah, that sounds like definitely Kenny going, going with egomaniac. Kenny Porter. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a Kenny Porter special. Yeah, yeah. that does. This is finally met his match. I mean, Sean it's has been preparing, but I don't think twelve-round sparring session just because it's on video does anything for you. You can do that in the gym, and it's the same exact thing. Right, I mean, for real. I don't think you need the simulation as they no, say. No, Kenny of, of, of Porter fights hairline,
2: his hairline in online,
1: like <laughs> with the <laughs> I have to go. You wanna you wanna wrap it up? I think we went a little long today okay. on, the, on the how long we've we been going on, over a We had a lot of ranting going on. Yeah. I hope you guys enjoy the treat this weekend. I hope we didn't bore you too much with our political talk. Seth's gotta go home, Pete. Come on. Yo, you know what? one
2: thing that's funny that Connor McGregor said? What? I don't know how Brazilians make kids. No, do it he in said, the accent.
1: Do it in the accent. Yeah, do in the accent. Exactly. I, never, I the didn't
2: action. hear it in the accent, but he
1: said, so you, you do I, don't right. know how,
2: I don't know how Brazilian, the Brazilians make kids. He said, all they do is fucking pull out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> pull out of fucking television. That's, good. That's that what I mean. How do you great. not root for that guy? That He's pure comedy. Great. You need He's him on television. <laughs> He's pure comedy. Entertainment. And he can fight. All right, so we'll be back next week, episode 46. Am I in town next week? Yeah, I I think I should be. Because in Miami, obviously, I'm, you know, my my guys in Miami. The condo's going to be done in 2017. (laughs) (laughs) The contractor down in Miami's still working, you pricks. (laughs) (laughs) The guys that are working on your condo are Democrats. they voted for Bernie (laughs) Sanders. They don't work.
0: Download and subscribe to the podcast. Give yeah. us five stars. Yeah, leave- give us
1: five stars. If you don't have five stars, go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> leave some comments, some good yeah, comments. Leave some comments that helps. Yeah, save the negative ones, you jerk offs. Um, <laughs> you fucking Democrat piece uh, of shit. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and what else do we got? Oh, uh, that yeah, p- play that. It Paulie IG Peter calls Brooklyn to the world. Wait, can you rate us? We can rate us? iTunes, bro. Uh, iTunes, iTunes you can just, They have like the little rating thing? For yeah, real? It's the real deal. Yeah. It's, it's the shit. It also helps the show. If you
2: want to help the hey, show. you know what? what? You know what? Big thanks ha- to our ha- listeners. Ha- we actually hit a uh
1: land, oh, What a do you mean I our show? How do you know a lot of our listeners are not listen to us because they don't like us? I well, they still rate us. Yeah, but whether that means they're, they're, they're going to one star.
0: We oh. heart our haters, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. Well, I, what what happens if they I, put out one star? Let's take phone calls next week. They can call and we can, we can yeah? argue with live.
1: Them. Yeah, let's do it. We can
0: we'll, do that. We'll be, live, we'll be live. We'll be live. We'll record it and we'll put, we'll post it. When we're yeah, but live. how do
1: they know when to call if we're not on live? You tweet them. You tweet you say, Call out. me this fucking number this
0: fucking
2: time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can do that. Yeah, we're breaking oh, records. Seriously. We got the highest no, amount no. of listens. Yeah, I uh, yeah, we're
1: we're about to break a new uh uh new ground, over. Here. You're talking about we're breaking records. Relax with the new records. We we can actually get callers and like uh while we're not live. Yeah, what, we gotta tweet it. Yeah, like,
2: <laughs> like
0: check it, like Wait,
2: yeah. so, like
1: like yeah. what is that? Yeah, Ali G kid. Yeah, so like Ali check it. Young.
0: I was like fucking like six.
2: <laughs> so like so so check it, so they can just like ring the telly, <laughs> and then we can like speak with them. For yeah, sh- for sure. Like they could ask questions with what's them. W i v with with them. Yeah,
0: we're we'll t- we so we gonna fo- like, see
1: that fucking big thing there with the thing, the receiver. So yeah. like this check might it. be good. This might be something. So I'm gonna make Pete tweet it, and then I'll just retweet it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That so like, check Steph, it. You tweet it too. I'll tweet. Actually, you
1: tweet it. P retweets it, and I retweet it. We'll and do that a way, triple
0: tweet. Get Nick Leopold to fucking tweet it. But we gotta,
1: we gotta give people advance notice. Like, we gotta let let our fans know, like, uh, like on the weekend, we start uh, our day and time that we're gonna do it next week. Cause sure. usually we're on Tuesdays, but I gotta see the schedule. I mean, I'm, check your schedule. I'm, one thing's for sure, I won't be in Miami. So <laughs> like, check it. So like,
2: check it. So if they have a question, right? they just call in and they be
1: asking me questions. I gotta Any pee. Anything. <laughs> nah, you gotta pee. Yeah. Humble, you got go last course course. I think All go last right, time. guys. We'll see you next week. Maybe next week we'll be able to take these calls if we figure out this technology in this office. Do, 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 oh, we forgot do, 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 do. Champions League. Uh-oh. Roma's out. Real Madrid is in. Roma, you should be ashamed of yourselves. They could have the game. The way the you... Okay? Don't say... No, si, so don't mangiati, say... He, he, he goes... <laughs> La Roma, unbelievable, bro. Si, Roma could have si. been They could have won the fucking Roma game. Roma could have been up 3-0. And they had to just win over 2-0 because the, the aggregate was 0-2. Bro, literally three goals, one-on-one with the goalie. They didn't even force a save, bro. They didn't even force a save from the goalkeeper. Hang yourselves! <laughs> and they lost 2-0. No- they lost 2 nothing again, I think. vediamo domani. Ah, yeah, 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 Ronaldo, Ronaldo <laughs> and Rodriguez scored today. Wait, hold on. I'm gonna give the results over here. Ah! What do we got? <laughs> PSG eliminated Zenith? No, no. Uh, Benfica eliminated Zenith. PSG eliminated Chelsea. All right. We'll see you guys next week. And we'll be able to talk about the Juve We're out game. Of we'll talk Boom. to you. later. We out.